This is Kyle Brown with the Superintendent Radio Network. Today we're going to be talking with Eric Sides. He's the training manager over at Jacobson. And we're going to be talking a little bit about taking the pain out of equipment maintenance. How are you doing today, Eric? I'm doing good, Kyle. How about you? I'm doing well, thank you. Let's get started. What makes equipment maintenance such a hot topic on golf courses these days? Well, you know, Kyle, I think uh, the economy definitely has forced a lot of our technicians to do a lot more with less. One of the things I've seen a lot more of, and I think we've done it in the past, but I've seen a lot more of the technicians being used as operators some during the day, kind of as a fill-in. So that gives a lot less time for the, the technician to do preventive maintenance, and it makes it harder, especially when you start seeing more equipment issues with things going on on the course. We might have a machine down in the field with a hose leak, and a lot of that might have been able to be prevented, you know, if we had the proper preventive maintenance. Some of the things that we would do to talk about just the proper planning, making sure we have things already laid out. You know, you know you're going to be doing that maintenance the next day. You know, just having a plan in place and things laid out. You know, simple things as just uh, making sure you have the parts available before you get ready to do the work and have the tools laid out, maybe on a rolling cart with the with the parts and. You know, make sure you have a manual handy for just being a, a quick reference. A lot of those things, if we plan ahead, it just makes the job go a lot smoother and, and a lot faster. When it comes to the actual work of doing maintenance, what are some of the best practices that will help out? You know, one of the things that we often overlook is having a, a program in place where you have a, a maybe a checklist for the machine to be able to go through and visually inspect and make sure we don't have shaped hoses, make sure that we don't have any loose hardware. The simple things that we overlook, the common everyday things that we overlook, we don't think about. And we just tend to go in and just maybe change it all and put new filters on and let it go back out the door. If we went through and maybe had that checklist that we could go through, check for hoses, check for loose hardware, check for things that are bent or damaged. And, and if there is anything that's damaged or bent or you know, any hoses that are chafed and look like to be worn, then let's replace those now because that's going to help us prevent having that broken down mower out on the turf and, you know, I've got probably it's going to happen at the worst time when I've got a tournament going on and the machine's down in the field. So. Any suggestions as far as keeping around other parts or anything like that? Well, definitely having the, the, the parts in stock. I mean, we all know what equipment we have in the shop. And I think it's real important to have an inventory of the filters and the fluids, the proper filters and fluids that are needed. And, and one of the other things I, I think that's real important, too, is to make sure we're using the OEM parts, the genuine parts. Um, you know, sometimes we you know, have a filter that we get off, you know, my buddy down the street that says, hey, I've been using this. That might not necessarily be the correct filter. And sometimes if it's not the correct filter, it can cause damage to the equipment. So what are some of the best practices once you've actually completed that maintenance, that preventative maintenance, or whatever it is you're working on, how should you go about wrapping that up? Well, I think really it's all about tracking, making sure we write down the machine hours. Whatever parts you did replace, track that. Again, back to a worn hose, you know, tracking those parts that you used on that machine is going to give me a picture uh, for the year, you know, what I spent on that piece of equipment. And as the machine ages, that dollar volume of parts are probably going to go up because it's seeing more and more wear. And eventually, your cost of the machine 
goes up for maintenance, uh, there's a time and period that it's going to say, hey, it's, it's getting pretty high. We're, we're going to have to probably look at replacing this piece. Let's talk about technology for a moment. How does technology play a role in equipment maintenance now? Well, I think it's definitely, as you see newer technicians, the younger generation coming on board, that they're more apt to use the newer technology. So one of the things I've seen, and there was actually a smart board that they used for, uh, it wasn't necessarily equipment maintenance, but it was for where, you know, the guys, the operators would be you know, mowing that day and what their jobs were for that day. And if they had specific tasks, this smart board enables you to, like, click on your name and it would bring up, uh, your tasks for that day and even tell you where the area was and what tools you would use. It was a very ingenious idea. And I could see more and more of that being used, you know, in the shop as well. Not even from the smart board side, but tablets. I mean, you know, you've got tablet devices like the iPad today. You've got the Wi-Fi connection. You can go to the uh, manufacturer's website, download a service manual, look at parts, you know, use it as a an iBook to look up parts and look for the maintenance procedures, whatever it might be. So I think it's a great tool uh, that can be used, and I think there's going to be more and more of that as the technology advances. And, of course, as technology advances, uh, those costs uh, start to come down and makes it a, a lot more accessible. You know, one other thing that I've seen, too, is uh, recently I was uh, over in Europe, and there, there was a, a system they had over there in use that was actually GPS tracking of the machines the superintendent had the capability of putting areas off limits. It was used primarily in the golf cart side, but they've actually started to adapt it to the turf equipment side. So, for instance, you could keep guys out of a bunk or a pond edge or whatever it might be, and the machine would not operate in those areas or near those areas, and you could put zones up how close they could get to that area. And I think that's a great tool as well because, you know, accidents are... We, we know they happen out in the industry, and any way I can prevent those is, is, is a great tool. And that's a way of technology is being used to actually prevent accidents. Well, I've, yeah, I've heard of that used for golf carts, but that is an incredibly creative use. Yes, absolutely. And uh, I think it will be something that, you know, in the future will be used more. All right. Is there anything else that you wanted to add? I know how hard it is for a technician's daily task, and just having those things that we talked about, in place. It's really basic common sense stuff. It's just it's, we get tied up in the day-to-day -day things, trying to put fires out, wear machines down, and we're, we're just tasked with so much today. And I think just having a good plan and, uh, you know, having the parts in stock and the proper tools, it just makes our job a lot easier and it makes it go a lot smoother. One of the other things I think that we need to take advantage of is all manufacturers have some type of training center, training university, and we do here at Jacobson, and I think you know, technicians should take use of that and make sure that they get signed up for some of these training courses. We have a lot of hands-on learning labs here at Jacobson University in Charlotte. We're more than happy to help out any way we can. Thanks so much, Eric. I really appreciate you helping out today.